You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wall Daily. I'm your host today, Paul Copeland, and joining me today is a server Discord regular, Ace of Spades. How are you today, Ace? Um, I'm doing good. Uh, for those who don't know me, I am Ace of Spades. I'm pretty regular on the Discord if you play any games with us. I'm pretty much in there all the time. Uh, for those who don't know, I am not actually an American. I'm north of the border. It's no Mexican, so... That's going to actually be our topic today. We're going to be talking a little bit about the recent Alberta provincial election, sort of what the general change in attitude that uh, Canadians are feeling, definitely politically. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, being uh, an American, uh, we sometimes forget that there are other countries that actually have politics as well. So what would you say the... Uh, well, first of all, let's lay the groundwork. Is this uh, more of a state election or a federal election? And is it also nationwide? Are all the other uh, areas having an election at this time as well? Uh, no, this is simply the provincial election. So Canadian province is pretty much one for one for an American state. Okay. The, federal, the Canadian federal election is coming up in October, though. Okay, so... In a way, this is a bit more of a primary, uh, but not similar in timing and the fact that it doesn't have the national impact. Okay, so obviously, you know, you guys are just counterfeit Americans. Uh, what about your political parties? Uh, you, you only have the two and then libertarians, right? Uh, no, there's, we are not a two-party system for better or for worse, there is, uh, well, federally, the big ones are conservative, which are your pretty a pretty typical right wing. Uh, you have the Liberal Party, who is currently in control. They're supposed to be center-left, but they're, they're pretty much far left. And even further left is the New Democratic Party. Uh, those are the three big ones. There is the Bloc Québécois. That is pretty much the party that only really focuses on Quebec's issues, which is one province in Canada. And there's Green Party, Libertarian Party, which has never won a seat. And just recently, People's Party of Canada, which is a conservative, a former conservative branching off and creating his own libertarian-leaning party. Okay. So the Canadian election laws are fairly open for anybody who can apply and get enough signatures, I assume, is the main way to get your party recognized? Uh, yeah, it's actually pretty easy to start a party. Uh, there's a minimum amount of funding. I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it's something like $30,000 worth that if you have that much funding, you can run for a provincial election, I mean for a federal election. Okay. Uh, provincial, I'm not sure. And provincial parties differ from, uh, from the main uh, federal parties. So in the recently in the last election was that happened yesterday in Alberta. So forming the Alberta legislator legislature was United Conservative Party, NDP, the Alberta Party, uh, Liberal Party, uh, Freedom Conservative, 
and then a couple other small independent runnings. Yeah. So, uh, what has the electoral history there in Alberta been like? Uh, are they more of a one party takes everything kind of like Indiana here in the last 20 years or so, or is it a contentious back and forth? Uh, it's been one party takes all for the last, up until the last set of elections. I think for, I think it was 33 years straight. It was all conservatives or conservative parties that had won and whatever variations that they took only recently in the last uh, 2015 election did the new democratic party take control and they ran the economy into the ground during a recession and then it just recently flipped back, flipped back to conservative yeah and you were telling me the results of the uh elections there it was pretty a pretty heavy flip back to the conservative parties uh what was their margin um well the legislators made up of 87 seats, so conservatives, I'm sorry, it's made up of 87 seats. Conservatives took 63, uh, NDP took 24, and no other parties won any seats. Uh, and for as far as the percentage of the vote, conservatives took 55, NDP took about 32, Alberta Party took 9, and everybody else is about 1%. Okay. So, honestly, that kind of sounds fairly in line with uh, a lot of the results here in the States. When things get highly polarized, you'll have about 10 to 5% being for uh, the third parties as we kind of get lumped together and then everything else going to the major players. Um, so one of the things that really interested me uh, in this that you had shared with me was the uh, platform put forward by the United Conservative Party. Uh, and that will be part of the show notes. And I'm, uh, I, I really do encourage people to take a look at this platform because I think it's written very well for a party platform. Uh, what are like, you voted yesterday. What were your impressions uh, when you took a look at this document? Yeah. Well, for, for for full transparency's sake, I did cast my vote for United Conservative, the Freedom Conservative, which is the right-wing libertarian sort of joint party. Uh, they didn't have a representative where I lived, so my options were pretty much hamstringed. Um, when it comes to United Conservative, I found a couple parts that I really liked. Uh, mainly that they want to scrap the carbon tax, which is a tax on carbon emissions that was recently put in that pretty much spiked the price of everything from, well, firstly gas, fuel, um, not the same things. So gas, uh, farming, everything that had to do with farming, the price is spiked because of the, they didn't get any exemptions from the tax. And then just every, almost every single good saw a spike in price. Apart from that, that they wanted to scrap a Farm Freedom and Safety Act, which uh, put a bunch of liabilities in place. Farmers who wanted to hire workers and made it, the entire process a 
bureaucratic nightmare. So scrapping that helps a whole lot of farmers just trying to run their own their own little outfits. And then they will also a big part is that they want to enshrine um, pr- private property laws into the constitution. Yeah. So obviously the carbon tax has been something that has been proposed here in the States by various lawmakers. Uh, and some of the figures that were included in this platform, of course, it is a partisan document, but some of the figures are absolutely astonishing. Uh, the, uh, the figures that they cite are 1.4 billion Canadian dollars. Yeah. Uh, so generally speaking, like the, uh, G like, the GDP of Alberta is about 330 ish billion dollars. Uh, so that's basically nearly a third or about a half, a half, yeah, a half of a percent really immediately taken out of the economy. Uh, but you know, we know that that's going to build up and create even worse problems at the end of the production line. Uh, what would you say the, uh, you're obviously politically involved uh, there in Alberta. What would you say the general feeling was from the people you were talking to leading into the election? Um, from the area I live in pretty much, the only thing around is oil and farming and nobody in the gas and oil industry or farming like the government that all the seats that the NDP won the 27 that they had all came from major cities everything else flipped over flipped over and went conservative so it's very much the metropolitan areas that are pushing this that had it pushed through and just enforced it on everybody else yeah so and I think the biggest reason I say that I like this document that was put forward uh, immediately I'm going to just read the first three or four paragraphs here uh, it, it's an engaging document uh, in the first section are you better off today than you were four years ago For most Albertans, the answer is no. The NDP first came to office four years ago with a lot of promises. Albertans wanted change. They were tired of entitlement, uh, and many voters were willing to take a chance on a new direction. Albertans gave the NDP the benefit of the doubt, and rightly so. After all, it was new. It inherited tough challenges, but it meant well. So, what was the situation that brought them to power four years ago? Um, uh, it's kind of hard to say. People, It was mainly just everything had been good for a very long time and that people's kind of attitudes shifted away from the economic-focused, um, like the, the conservative parties in Canada tend to be a lot more focused on economics than any sort of sort of social policies 
And so that's where the, the NDP managed to push through. They promised lots of, well, just lots of social spending, and that brought in quite a few, like, lots of younger people who started to vote. Okay. So, so I think one message to take away from that is the social side of things does matter a great deal to voters, especially when things are going kind of all right. Uh, but, you know, a strong basis in economics is also very important. And that's, I think, something a lot of libertarians have strongly flipped is they focus on economics first to the detriment in a lot of cases of their talking about social issues. So uh, another thing that kind of led to the NDP taking charge is that the previous conservative parties, they had split into the wild Rose, Rose party and another party. And so the conservative voter base was split. And so that led to them taking a lot more. Okay. So basically a schism opened up and they took advantage of that. Okay. See, hence, hence the United Conservative Party who came back in the next election united underneath one banner. Okay. So factions hold parties back. Hmm. That's another important lesson that I think that the Libertarian Party should uh, take note of. So, Obviously, uh, the election was just held yesterday. We're learning the how things are going to sift out in the new numbers. But uh, when do uh, the uh, newly elected members of the legislature take their office? I think that they get sworn in in a couple weeks. Okay. So it's not like uh, here in America where there's like – a month and a half of, uh, oh crap, what did we just do? Uh, waiting for the new people to be sworn in. It's a fairly immediate. Okay. Well. I mean, the, I know the leader was Jason Kenny was, yeah, he's sworn in already. Oh, he was already a member of the legislature? Yeah. Okay. So most most of the people who came in were already existing members. All right. Well, so this last little bit here, uh, what do you feel having hands-on experience up there in Alberta? Uh, what do you feel the uh, direction is going to be and what sort of lessons do you think we should uh, look for in an election like this? I mean, I think the biggest, the biggest thing coming into this election was that pretty much as soon as the NDP took power, there was a global recession in oil prices. So a lot of the hardship that people felt wasn't entirely their fault. However, them piling on more taxes and regulations did not already help the an already struggling industry. And another thing that didn't help them at all was that they they aligned themselves pretty closely with the uh, the Liberal Party in the federal. So Justin Trudeau, who's currently running the country, and most people's 
most people's attitudes in the West is that of utter distaste for the Liberal Party. So pretty much between the economy not being bad, being bad, and people not liking the, the people that they were associated with, it they didn't really have a running chance. Like, there's nobody who's surprised by the outcome of this election. Uh, what I think the, come, the big takeaway from it, though, is that people just, at least in Alberta, people just want to work. They just want to have a job and live their lives. And I think that having a party that can that's focused on getting people back to work and just trying to step back and cut back taxes definitely can help pull more people towards um, sort of a not, not an entirely libertarian leaning, but if you can sort of open people up to that, I think it'd be a, so a different strategy to kind of come forward. All right. Well, thank you, Ace, for joining me for your debut on the network. And I know you've joined up with the uh, research team. If you guys are out there interested in helping research for the program, uh, feel free to drop anybody associated with Wall a line, and we'll be sure to get you situated. Uh, I think that'll just about wrap it up. Thanks for joining me, Ace. Yeah, it was a pleasure.